My guest today is Samit Sarkar. He's here to talk about his review of the Xbox One X. Box One X. Box What? Sorry. At a breakdown. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. I believe I feel like it's been too long. That's my personal opinion. I think so too. But we're here. We're here, and let's do this. Let's not get bogged down in the past. Thank you, Smith. Yes. Um, uh, so we're in sort of a weird era. If you look at like the grand scope of uh, video games, um, and and I'm I, uh, these sort of stopgap half measure consoles are sort of a new idea. Uh, rumble pack and memory expansion in the N64 notwithstanding. Um, what uh, what was sort of your approach of, to taking on the this review? Well, uh, I, I'm someone personally who is, is really interested in, uh, I guess you could say, the, the latest and greatest tech with, you know, whether it's TVs or gaming consoles or, you know, computers, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, you know, I, I bought a PS4 Pro last year at, when that thing came out in November, and, and uh, I, I was going to get an Xbox One X. I was, you know, planning on it. But that's because me, uh, me personally, I, I have a, a 4K TV uh, that I bought in the middle of uh, 2016. It supports HDR. And, and I, you know, I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I want stuff to put on this really nice TV. I, I want, you know, I want that 4K goodness. I want my eyes to bleed from all those pixels. And that's not the case for, I, st- I think, still a, a majority of the user base. So in talking with Phil, our reviews editor, um, and uh, uh, Russ and Tara on the video team, I actually approached the review of the Xbox One X from the perspective of someone who hadn't yet upgraded, someone who was still playing on a 10, 1080p TV. Um, and, and I really tried to look at it from that perspective of, you know, what benefits would that kind of consumer get? Were you, uh, to what extent were you weighing the Xbox One X against the previous Xbox versus weighing it against the PS4, for example, uh, PS4 Pro, for example? I think uh, both of those were certainly part of the equation. Um, you know, with Microsoft, it's a little bit different. You know, they, they had already had the Xbox One S in 2016, uh, which was not a console that could do 4K gaming. Uh, it could do 4K Blu-rays and 4K streaming video, um, but it did support HDR for, for games, which is something that Sony added to you know every PS4, HDR being high dynamic range color, uh, which is just um, kind of a shorthand for, for, for a, a wider range of colors than a normal television can display, and um, you know brighter brights, darker blacks. And, and so I think... It, you know, knowing that it was on paper way more powerful than the original Xbox One and, and even significantly more powerful than the PS4 Pro, um, you know, I, I went in trying to compare it to, to those systems and, and re- really see if that, you know, benefit on paper came through in the play experience. You know, was it something that the average consumer would be able to notice, you know, if they're playing on a 1080p TV versus a 4K TV? 
Um, you know, is this something that maybe you would only pick up in, if you if you were doing a side by side comparison? You know, zooming in on a, a, a section of the screen or something like that, or was it a more obvious difference? And that that's sort of the, the way I tried to go about it. Hmm. Um, you say in the in the review, uh, the answer as usual is that it depends on the game, and it and it's interesting. It seems like with these half measure stopgap consoles, that is the thing, right? It's it's what games are taking advantage of it and what sort of improvements can you look for? Um, I, in my estimation, the Xbox One X, if you're looking at it as a discrete console, and I think Microsoft definitely would like that if you would see it that way, um, because they're asking you to buy it, <laughs> yeah, uh, has, like, I think probably the most unimpressive launch lineup. And even saying launch lineup is a misnomer, like... It's it's uh, their launch lineup is games that have already been released for a while on other consoles um, and, and nothing sort of new to build excitement uh, when the console launched itself, save for, I guess, four or seven a couple weeks prior, if you want to uh, if you want to count that. Um, how uh, w first off, what's your read on the launch offerings for like Xbox One X content and uh, how much did that sort of figure into your your hot takes? Yeah, you know, it, it was interesting the way we had to handle the the review process overall. Uh, we actually published, you know, a pre-review uh, at the original embargo, which was November 3rd, uh, a few days before the console launched on November 7th. And at that point, at press time, we had only had uh, something like maybe 7 or 10 Xbox One X enhanced games to try out. Um because it was before the actual launch of the console, there were a number of games where we knew those enhanced updates were coming, but they hadn't been released yet. And so that's why we, we published a pre-review. That was, in fact, the primary reason we published a pre-review instead of a you know sort of definitive review. And you know even aside from from just games getting 4K or uh, HDR or whatever you know enhanced updates, there were just uh, in terms of if you want to look at like the first party lineup the the you know Xbox one exclusive lineup I, I agree with you I think it's very lackluster for what was available uh, on November 7th there's not really been anything significant since then um, and and of course there are a number of their you know exclusives that they've been touting that that don't have 4k or HDR you know enhanced updates at all I think uh, you know cuphead uh, if, I'm, if I'm correct, uh, does not have an update. That was one of their big games. And, you know, an in indie game, not one that Microsoft developed itself, but they've been promoting it as, as uh, you know, one of their big exclusives because it is a, it's available on PC and Xbox One. But uh, on the, you know, more traditional, you know, sort of $60 game side, you've got Forza 7 and, um, you know, a, a lot of the other games are things that were released, you know, even in 2016, uh, Gears of War 4 was one of the flagship sort of showpiece games that, that they were uh, touting. And it, it really is uh, sp spectacular in 4K and HDR on the Xbox One X. But um, Crackdown 3 was, I think, going to be one of the big holiday games for them, and, and that got pushed into next year. So uh, if you were looking at the Xbox One X and, and trying to find some showpiece games, I think you're going to have to look to multi-platform titles uh, and, and not uh, exclusives.
Uh, you discussed in your review a little bit about your experience with uh, Xbox 360 games on the uh, X. What, uh, broadly speaking, what what is the the experience like there? Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, so, Microsoft's big pitch, I think, long term for for these kind of upgrades is that uh, they want to almost eliminate console generations. Um, this is something that Sony is, is decidedly not doing. Uh, they are happy to just make you buy upgraded versions of PS2 and PS3 games till the end of time. Uh, but Microsoft has really invested in backward compatibility. You know, this year they added even uh, Xbox, uh, original Xbox games. I almost said Xbox One there, but... <laughs> um, you know, you can now go play like Ninja Gaiden from from the original Xbox on your Xbox One, uh, even your Xbox One X, uh, and of course Xbox 360 games as well. And so, this is a machine that can play all that stuff. I mean, in the sense of you know, they they've had to enable compatibility for specific titles over time. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, with the 360 games specifically, the ones that were already in the backward compatibility program. You know, that don't specifically have updates for the console. You know, I popped in Red Dead Redemption and Burnout Paradise, and and they ran fine. They I didn't notice any any really improvements there in terms of loading times or anything like that. But there are a a a, a select few games that have been enhanced specifically for the Xbox One X. Um, it was originally four. Now it's a few more. There's like the original Assassin's Creed, Fallout Three, Halo Three, um, and I believe. Skyrim is another one of those games. And so these games, you know, they were released on the Xbox 360. They maybe ran at like 720p or 1080p. And now they're they are enhanced and in 4K on your Xbox One X, um, sometimes nine times the, the pixel count. And they're, they're using sort of like the highest resolution textures available. And Fallout has like a, a way better draw distance and, and much sharper textures and things like that it just looks like basically like the pc versions of those games and you're playing them on your console and it's a really cool thing for for that limited selection of games to be able to just you know pop them in or or you know you've already got them in your digital library and and all of a sudden they just look just astonishingly better on the xbox one x right um how uh, how much xbox had you been playing before you started in on this review because I got my Xbox One X and realized, like, man, I have not turned on my Xbox One for a grip. It had been <laughs> all, uh, quite a while. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I was playing a, a few uh, Game of the Year 2016 games uh, on the Xbox One, and, and that was kind of only because I had run out of space on my PS4. And I was like, well, sure. I, guess, I guess I'll get the Xbox One versions of these That's games. That's their tagline right now. Xbox <laughs> One, when your PS4 Pro is full. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you know I, I had not spent a ton of time with it. But the funny thing is, you know, I, I said this in my uh, final review update. I think now it has convinced me in terms of the, the power that the console has and, and sort of the clear improvement, the, the demonstrable improvement over even the PS4 Pro versions of these multi-platform games. I think Xbox is, is where I'm going to start buying my multi-platform games, you know, because I know that it's going to offer me the best possible experience on a console. And that, I think, for Microsoft is, is certainly um, something that they'd hope for and, and a big potential selling point for people who really care about that kind of thing.
Uh, I want to talk more, and we got a couple questions from listeners, but uh, first I want to tell you, submit Sarkar, and no one else can listen, so you better not still be eavesdropping on us, about Zip Recruiter. If you're in need of great talent and your business is short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting. So you receive the best possible matches. It's no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality, now that's underlined and italicized and bolded here, so you know they're good, a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is just the smartest way to hire. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control. One more time, try it for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash control. Also this week, we've got a, a, a sponsor called Freshly. It's a weekly prepared meal service that delivers fresh, never frozen all-natural meals developed by their team of chefs and nutritionists. They're fully cooked, so all you do is heat them up. Each meal is ready to eat in only three minutes, so no more worrying about what's for dinner. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup, but also no artificial ingredients, preservatives, or added sugars. It is, uh, they sent me a stack of these freshly meals, and can I say, I was stunned that I made them in the microwave. It is really amazing. I don't know if, I always assume stuff heat up in the microwave had to taste not great, I don't know what kind of magic they're doing. I don't know what kind of secret secret pact they've made with the food devil, but uh, they they have done a magnificent thing here. Um, it's really easy, and the food tastes great, honestly. Um, it, it's a great alternative to eating takeout and having to cup, uh, cook up meal kits. Um, it, it is a, a, a really, really great service, it, it seems to be. So you can try Freshly today and get $40 off your first two deliveries. You just go to Freshly.com slash quality. That's six meals for only $39 for two weeks. It's Freshly's best ever offer, only valid for a limited time. So head to Freshly.com slash quality or enter code quality at checkout. And shipping is always free. Um, <clears throat> submit. Uh, I remember hating the Xbox One X UI, and I don't know if they've changed it that much, but upon returning to it, it does feel a little bit better, and maybe it's just a little snappier on the Xbox One X. I don't know. What's your uh, What's your take on the the UI? As you've have you you've recently reproclaimed yourself to be an an Xbox fella. <laughs> yeah. So I actually came back to the Xbox a little bit. Uh, it's the Xbox One a little bit before the review unit actually arrived because I, I knew I was going to be doing the review and I was like, well, I should probably re-familiarize myself with this console and how it works. And so Microsoft actually updated every Xbox One in October with, uh, you know, this year's fall update, which included a, a major redesign of the dashboard, which I've never been a fan of on that console, going back to the launch of the system in uh, 2013. And I think the new bash is way better. It's way as you said, snappier, and, um, you know, it, it's just, it's it's laid out in a, a smarter way that allows you to get to what you want to reach um, more easily. Um, and it's still got an ad right smack dab in the middle of the 
the home screen, which is not great, but um, that's just how Microsoft operates. The thing, though, is that I don't think the performance is you know, notably better on the Xbox One X versus the original Xbox One. Interestingly enough, uh, while the console is a, you know, 4K HDR system, it's it's the, you know, bleeding edge, <laughs> uh, the actual interface, as far as I can tell, uh, the UI of the dashboard and stuff is is drawn at 1080p and then upscaled to, to 4K. It's not rendering the UI in, in native 4K, which is a bit strange. But um, in any case, I still have run into... Uh, some strange hitches. They're rare, but but they they do happen. Um, you know, when I'm sort of trying to scroll through a bunch of tiles at once, it'll do the thing of like when you're when a streaming video is buffering. Like uh, I'll I'll be holding the the stick to the right or whatever, and it'll just like it won't move, and then like it'll move away a bunch of tiles mm. at once. Mm. Um, and so it's it's strange that that still happens. Uh, it certainly happened on the Xbox One as well. And it's like, you know, this thing is like a, a six teraflop beast and this kind of apparent performance related issue uh, still happens, which is, is really uh, frustrating and strange. Uh, we have uh, several questions from listeners of varying degrees of seriousness. So we'll have a, a, a melange here. Um, uh, Benedict Townsend says, I have a TV that is 4K, but not HDR. Am I missing out when playing on the X? What does what does HDR really do slash add? Sure. Uh, as I was saying earlier in the show, um, HDR is, is kind of shorthand for, for two, two different um, actual technologies. Uh, HDR stands for high dynamic range color, and it also involves uh, what's called wide color gamut, uh, WCG. And so basically WCG uh, is um, a technology that, that, Literally, your your television, the, the screen that you have, can display a significantly wider range of colors than uh, a traditional television. You know, th this uh, uh, Benedict's screen can display because he doesn't have a an HDR a capable screen. And so, um, what that means is that in something like Planet Earth Two, uh, which uh, is available in 4K. HDR on uh, 4K Blu-ray, that's something where you know you, you get these amazing vibrant colors for like frogs in the in the rainforest and things like that, and and it's it's just about more accurately reproducing the colors of the real world. And HDR is related in the sense that it allows you to display much brighter uh, whites and much darker blacks. So. For example, you know, when you were, if, if you're in a game and you're walking from a dark room out into the sunlight, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of going to be blinded by that sunlight um, and you're going to have a hard time seeing in the dark. And that is, uh, you know, something that's, again, more reflective of, uh, of real life. And so what I would say about that experience on you know, the Xbox One X experience on a, on a 4K TV without HDR is that um, HDR is not something that uh, uses or, or um, impacts performance. So it's not something where a, a game is going to run slower because HDR is turned on or something like that. So mm. you're still getting uh, all of the benefits of the power of the Xbox One X when you're running games on a 4K TV that doesn't support HDR. But I would still recommend, you know, anybody who's buying a TV from this point forward, uh, make sure that you've got 4K and HDR. 
Dan Telfer asks, is the spirit of Meemaw in there? I miss you, Meemaw. I mean, what I would say is that although Meemaw is a name that sounds like Microsoft, um, it's, it's, they're very different things, and I think you're going to have to look elsewhere. Um, Benjamin says, when will your console physically resemble the letter X? You know, what's funny is that the, uh, if people remember the original Xbox from, from 2001, uh, it was like this giant, you know, VCR looking thing. And the top of it literally had like an X kind of, um, you know, uh, it was an X shape that you could, you could see. And it was literally like, oh, this is an X box. And, and what's cool is that the um, Project Scorpio edition uh, of the Xbox One X, which was available to, to pre-order customers if you pre-order early enough, the box of the Project Scorpio edition, so the Xbox One X box, you could say, mm -hmm. it, it, it looks like um, it, it kind of harkens back to that original design of the uh, original Xbox console. It, it's got this uh, kind of... Um, like if you if you look at it in the right light, it has that big X shape on the outside of the box, and it was, it's kind of a, a nice touch to uh, to uh, mention, you know, sort of harken back to Microsoft's history. Um, what if I uh, you've played a lot of stuff in uh, that has been enhanced by the Xbox One X? Uh, if I just bought one of these consoles and I want to really knock my own socks off, like the best sort of overall experience, um, what would you recommend? Forza 7 is, is certainly uh, incredible. Something that I have to play it to submit. <laughs> well, sure. Um, but, uh, you know, For Forza 7 is, uh, I believe, a game that runs in 4K, uh, native 4K at 60 FPS. So that, that's a, a real showpiece. Um, Gears 4 uh, um, is another game that, that is, it really takes advantage of the console. Uh, what's cool with Gears 4 is that when you were running that game on a regular Xbox One, uh, the campaign and the horde mode, you could play them at 1080p and 30 FPS. Here, you can actually play it, uh, both of those modes at 1080p and 60 FPS. So it's a major bump. It's, it's, it's you know, similar to, to what you get on the PC version. It's, it's, uh, it's really impressive. Um, on the third party side, I was really wowed by games like uh, Star, Star Wars Battlefront II, um, Hitman from, from last year, and uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, you know, that's a game where, you know, even though it's like not native 4K, it still looks just spectacular and, and a notable upgrade over what it looks like on an Xbox One um, uh, and even a PS4 Pro. And, and I think that's part of Microsoft's pitch for the console is, is again that, you know, just it's a peace of mind thing. Like you're, you're if you're buying this console, you're guaranteed to get the highest fidelity experience that's possible uh, on a console and 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 with these third-party games um you know you can sort of say like wow like i i can see a difference uh you know between the ps4 version the ps4 pro version um and this version so while there aren't a lot of exclusives available at this point um there are certainly plenty of multi-platform games that have gotten xbox one x enhanced updates and uh and and i think the the benefits are, are demonstrable excellent well uh thank you so much submit for uh for uh talking with me about the xbox one x it seems like a good boss i think so too i i would just say that you know the caveat there is that i i just don't think it makes sense to get one unless you have a, a 4k tv um you know if you're still on a 1080p tv you will see 
benefits uh, in terms of loading times and um, certainly super sampling, which is where the game is rendered at a higher resolution, and then it just sort of shrinks to fit your 1080p screen, and it still looks um, like a, a higher fidelity experience. Uh, but um, beyond that, uh, you, you really want to take advantage of this, uh, the power here, and, and, and to do that, you're going to need a 4K TV. Okay, I'll buy a 4K TV. God, Cement. God, relentless. Uh, thank you so much, and thank you to you. You can read Cement's review at Polygon.com, along with a lot of other great content. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a great week, and uh, we'll be back with you again soon. But until then, for Cement Sarkar, my name is Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control.